2: I'm your Village founder and your host, Erin Royer. This week, just in time for holiday shopping, is the topic of educational toys. I'll cover some different toys that develop and stimulate different areas of brains and bodies for all different age groups. With so many great toy options available in all different areas of growth, there is certainly at least one, but probably many exciting options for every child. Now, I'm sure you've noticed either your own kids or others. Who will gravitate towards a toy and play with it, use it, discover it in many ways, and play with it for extended amounts of time, time and time again. We want toys that engage our kids, not just to play with the toys, but for their minds to grow and learn, and especially those toys that are versatile and grow with our child as their skills grow, at least to some degree. These are educational toys versus the toy that they are so excited about, open it, play with it once or twice for maybe 20 minutes, and then it just gathers dust after that. What's the difference? Usually this is a true toy versus a passive toy. So what makes a toy educational and what do we look for? So I'll discuss this and what makes a toy educational, what to look for, and then I'll share lots of different educational toys by age. I'll give examples of specific toys that build skills in each of the age groups. Infants, toddlers and preschoolers, elementary age, and then tweens and even teens. So what is an educational toy? In general, this is a toy that does less. We want toys that do less because this means that the children will do more. They will engage more in the play. So I'll share the difference here between a passive toy and a true toy, like I mentioned just a few moments ago. Passive toys make movements and sounds. Therefore, children are more passive when they use these toys because they're simply watching or observing the toy infant toys that make all those sounds when they push the buttons, the talking dolls, video games, think lots of electronic noises and lights. I remember when I was little, and I played with those Fisher Price people and toys. And When we were visiting a preschool several years ago, I saw the Fisher Price farmhouse, and I was so excited because I used to play with those, but when I got a closer look, now it makes noise and moves. The cows moo, the pigs oink, the trucks make sounds. Kids need less imagination and participation. They don't need to make the sounds anymore. The toy does it for them. So we want to stay away from toys that have one purpose. Kids will bore easily. So a doll whose hair grows. It's not that kids can't use the doll in a different way, but if that's how it's marketed, as the doll whose hair grows, then kids only tend to see it as a doll for that purpose, and therefore the play is really limited because they only see it that way. My daughter got this little track with little mice that wind up and go around the track. It was really cute, but she played with it only a handful of times because there wasn't really anything else she could do. It was just wind them up and they go around, they go up the slide, they go down, they go around, they go up the slide, they go down. What are you going to do? It gets boring. You can only watch the mice go around and around so many times before you get bored with it. But true toys, the children are moving the toys, making the sounds dolls, the ones that don't talk or that don't have these singular special things about them. Things like wooden blocks, Legos, art supplies. Now I'll get more into the different categories and ideas for true toys by age in a few minutes, but true toys are multi-purpose and multi-age for open-ended play so they can use them in so many different ways and engage their imaginations. And you can keep these toys much more interesting and for much longer over the long haul. These toys encourage kids to use more language and interact in their play. Now, the areas of development that I will cover include gross motor development and movement. These are the large body muscles, think arms, legs, torso, and neck. I'll cover fine motor, which is hands and fingers and wrists for writing, drawing, etc and cognitive toys, which are things for building memory, problem solving, and language skills. So let's start with infants. This is the age group from newborn to around 18 months. However, when it comes to toys, for the most part, babies don't really start interacting with toys until around six months. They will look at them, they'll even put them in their mouths, they might grasp at them. But the first things developing out of the womb are sight and hearing. The womb was dark and sounds were muffled, so if they came out fully seeing and hearing, the world would be quite overwhelming. So their sight is very limited, especially peripherally, as well as range. They can only focus really close up. Also, you'll notice their large motor is very jerky, so these neurons still have quite a bit of development to go. Fine motor? Forget it. Now, from what i remember my oldest actually had his hands in fists for a majority of the time for months but by four to six months babies are able to grasp and touch and feel and manipulate age appropriate toys so for gross motor development in infants up to 18 months think of things like balls and you want them big so they can't put them into their mouths we definitely don't want any choking hazards here these are balls for passing them. They can pass the ball from one hand to the other and this works on what we call the bilateral integration, which is the coordination from the left side to the right side of the body. Once the baby is able to sit up on its own, you can sit across from your baby and practice rolling the ball back and forth. Also, once they can sit, or saucers are great for that large motor development. It gets them upright and supported with all those great developmental toys. And they'll even start working on some fine motor with their grasping and pulling. So you'll see things on there like a mirror where they can look at themselves, spinners, noisemakers and such. It also builds their senses like touch, hearing, and sight. They also learn cause and effect. When I spin this toy, it moves, or when I shake this toy, it makes noise. This actually builds their self-esteem. They realize they have control and an effect on the world around them, and this is a really big deal to them. So toys for infants for developing fine motor, and again, those won't become too appropriate until around six months and after, but tactile toys like the Lamaze toys with the little mirror or that crinkle when they're grabbed or they have different types of surfaces like the bumpy or the striped or the smooth surfaces that they can explore with their hands and their fingers. Finger painting is also great. Or you can do foot painting. Now you can do these as early as around six months. You paint their hands or their feet with two different colors and show them how to move their hands or feet around the paper. I still have pictures created by my kids when they were around six months old. I have them framed and hanging on our walls as a matter of fact. It's good for their gross motor and their fine motor skills and the tactile exploration and development. So even though finger paint is non-toxic and make sure that it is, you still wanna watch them closely so they don't put their hands in their mouths or at least not too much. Since it's common for babies to explore things orally, you definitely don't want them to get a big gob of that paint in there. Still better to try to minimize the paint in the mouth even though it's non-toxic. Now, we're gonna move on to toddlers and preschoolers age 18 months through five years. And there are so many things for this age range. So I'll hit some highlights in each of these areas right after a word from our sponsor. This episode is sponsored by By Heart. By Heart is an infant nutrition company whose mission is simple, make the best formula in the world. Using the latest in breast milk science, parenting for a limited time additional terms and conditions apply
0: save big money on plant protection supplies now at menards defend your garden with Triazicide insect killer its fast-acting formula protects lawns vegetables and many other plants it kills more than 260 insects by contact above and below ground choose from ready to spray concentrate or granular save big money on Triazicide insect killer at menards and check out our weekly flyer on menards.com for all the great deals happening now. Save big money at Menards. Now that we're back
2: from our break, it's time to talk about educational toys for toddlers and preschoolers, this 18 months to five year range. For gross motor, things like push or pull toys, ride on toys, this gets those large body parts moving. Just like for infants, balls are great. Again, make sure they're big balls so there's no possibility of them being a choking hazard use them for throwing catching kicking and chasing because now that they're walking and even running this is great to use the ball to kick it chase it and really get that foot eye coordination hand eye coordination going even better for fine motor puzzles are great starting with the really easy four piece puzzles moving up to 12 piece puzzles and then on up as your child progresses shape sorters Sewing cards, which are the big colorful laces that kids can sew around the edge of colorful pictures that already have the big holes in them made for these laces to be sewn in and out of. Now we have a set of these that are the Eric Carl drawings from the Very Hungry Caterpillar book. Also lacing beads, which is again the big colorful laces with the big wooden colorful painted beads that kids can string together. They also can do it randomly or even do patterns by size, shape, or color, which gets into some great math skills and cognitive skills. Also, Play-Doh. You can use the store-bought or make your own. Our kids' preschool teacher used to make theirs fresh every week and would usually add natural fragrances from the garden like rosemary, lemon, lavender, etc. So the kids not only were getting fine motor and tactile stimulation, but olfactory stimulation as well. She was amazing at creating activities that combined different areas of growth and development in so many ways. So these things, the sewing cards, shape sorters, lacing beads, and play-doh are all great ways to work on that fine motor development. These are the precursors to pencil grip and pencil pressure. So they need these fine motor skills developed so once they start kindergarten, they're ready to hold a pencil with proper grip and pressure to be ready to start learning how to write. Now, I cover a lot about this development and how to support it along with all the other areas in the class on your developing toddler. So if you're interested in learning more ways to support the development of fine motor skill for kindergarten readiness, be sure to check out that class and that can be found on the website at yourvillageonline.com under the development and health tab. Now there are tons more great things in this category but I'll never get to every single age so I'm going to move on to the cognitive toys for this toddler and preschool age. What do I mean by cognitive toys? Because technically some of the things I've mentioned that engage the sensory stimulation also do increase cognitive development. And actually you will find that a lot of these toys do stimulate children's development in multiple areas but when I talk about cognitive toys here and for this age level I am mainly speaking about things like building skills like sequencing sorting memory matching and other problem-solving skills so I'm going to talk about literacy toys the best quote-unquote toy for every age books Books, books, and more books. For this age group, especially the younger ages, start with cloth books, cardboard books with bright pictures. You can move on to magnet books and puppet books also, but always be cognizant of choking hazards and making note of the recommended ages for these when you are ready to bring them in. Also activity books with simple mazes, coloring activities, the eye spy activities, searching for things on the page, can start around the age of three. Then of course, reading books, anything that keeps your child's attention. Enjoying books is the first step to enjoying reading as they age. In our house, we have lots of science books with pictures. I bought this Smithsonian Science Encyclopedia for our oldest when he turned five. His brother had just turned four and he was the one always looking at it. Every time we couldn't find it, We would always look in Chandler's room. It was always there. It has lots of big, colorful pictures of dinosaurs, volcanoes, lots of other earth science, whales, space, history. The book has been very well used. Another cognitive toy, board games. And you can start these around the age of two to three. You want to start these as early as they will start playing to learn to take turns. So as soon as they can sit down, enjoy and have the focus to play. You want to start playing? You can start working on some turn-taking skills. Some of these games Snail's Pace Race, Caterpillar Crawl, Hullabaloo, Caribou, Don't Break the Ice, Cooties, Ants in Your Pants, Zingo, Shut the Box, Hi-Ho Cheerio, High Five, Colorama, Harvest Time Game, and then by four to five, things like Shoots and Ladders and Candyland. Okay, I'm going to move on to the elementary age and then I'll cover some ideas for teens and tweens as well. So elementary age, ages five to 10 for gross motor, bicycles, scooters, skateboards, but always wear protective equipment and fit it and wear it properly. So I have a class on summer safety. If you aren't 100% sure how to fit a helmet, 90% of helmets are not fit properly and leave children vulnerable to brain damage in a crash so please make sure that your children are wearing the helmets fitted properly they are coming down over their forehead and they will stay down over their forehead if they fall down if you want to know how to do that the class on summer safety under the modern parenting tab under safety definitely check that out also balls footballs basketballs, softball and glove tennis rackets and balls fine motor a lot of these are similar to younger kids but They can be kicked up a notch. So art supplies, crayons, colored pencils, paints, as they get older, like eight or nine, pastels, calligraphy, more intricate coloring books. And these can be used all the way through adolescence as well. Now for cognitive toys, again, books. Keep books around the house. Keep lots of great books that hold their interest and increase their interest in reading. Have some in the bedroom, a shelf with all the books. And if you can, sort them out by type and subject. In our house, we have a shelf in the hallway with all the kids' books. One shelf is all science books. And Chandler, again, the one that kept stealing, it wasn't stealing, but the one that kept taking the Smithsonian science book, he loves science books, especially books about the ocean. So We have quite a few of those. We have books about animals, weather, space. They're all on this one shelf. Then we have a shelf of easy readers, short stories for the younger kids, and a shelf of chapter books for our oldest one, who's now into those. Then they each keep a few books in their room and rotate them out every few days from the bookshelves, depending on what they choose for their bedtime reading. Games, again, great for this age. And there are so many great games out there that are fun and educational, but you can't go wrong with the old standby strategy games like checkers, Chinese checkers, chess, backgammon, etc. Now there are tons more ideas in this arena, but I want to have time to go over a few ideas for teens and tweens as well. So for teens and tweens, which are kids 11 plus, gross motor, now these are all very similar to the elementary age kids with a few changes. Bicycles and skateboards, again, rip sticks they can start to use, even a little younger they can use the rip sticks. Again, always wear the protective equipment, the helmet, make sure it's fitted properly balls again footballs basketball basketball hoop softball or baseball and glove pitching machine tennis rackets and balls soccer balls and soccer net and you can even add things in like golf clubs as they get a little older into this age group fine motor is pretty much fully developed by the time kids hit these tween years but if you have a creative child that you want to help develop their skills there's a lot of great art supplies can move into things like the higher-end color pencils, paints like acrylic and oil, an easel, good paint brushes, a palette, pastels, again calligraphy, those drawing pencils and intricate coloring books, and jewelry making supplies, cognitive toys, again the games, like the younger kids you can't go wrong with the other strategy games, but chess and backgammon may become more appealing and checkers less so in this age range. Word games like Bananagrams, Scrabble, Last Word, Code Codenames, Wordplay, Taboo, and once your teens are of more mature age and thought, things like Cards Against Humanity. Now, building and engineering toys like Circuit Toys, Snap Circuits, and Architectural Kits. Now, this is a really good list of ideas to get you started for any age in any of these categories but if you're looking to build a great home environment with lots of educational options, be sure to check out the latest class on our website on educational toys, which has lots more ideas for all the ages and all the categories, along with printouts to take with you, or while searching online for just the right toys for your own kids or anyone else you might need to buy for. The class is on the website at yourvillageonline.com under the education section. If you have a parenting question about toys, education, or anything else you would like answered, please send them to podcast at yourvillageonline.com. Thanks for listening and see you next time.